Stand clear. 100% wild podcast. So for all you listeners, hello and welcome to definitely not your favorite outdoor podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Jury Outdoors 100% Wild Podcast. Brought to you by DeerCast. This is episode number 287, if you can believe it. We can't. Only 13 more till 300. And then we can quit. I can do math. Hey, well. And I'm a big boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're doing math. See, I got both fingers out. He's breaking his fingers out. I go, here's how I do the math. All right, so I know that 290 to 300 would be 10. Okay, so that's well, two hands of fingers if you have all your fingers. fingers. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I would go, okay, 290. So mm-hmm. I got to go backwards. Carry the one. So what I would do is I go 8287 to 290, 87, mm-hmm. 88, 89. That's how I do math. Dang. <laughs> that's not how I really do math. <laughs> <laughs> that's imaginary behind that mic if you're oh, wondering oh. who's doing the ciphering. <laughs> <laughs> I got. The, I was an abacus. Yeah, yeah. You're you're like a human abacus. Oh yeah. Man, it's like you want to hear my gazintas? <laughs> two gazinta four, two times. Two gazinta six, three times. And that is Tim Chelsvik with the abstract knowledge of gazintas. <laughs> the anachronistic comedy. That's right. So we have no guest today. Uh, it's been a it's been a long time since we've done an episode without a guest. I've missed um, you. Every once in a while, we like to throw one in, see what's up, what we're up to. And <laughs> Usually, there's not much. That's why we don't do Well, hunting season started. We haven't done one since hunting season started, so that's what we're going to do today. We're going to recap a little bit about your first few hunts, my first few hunts, mm-hmm. and dive into a little bit about the Rack Pack success. I love it. We're starting to see a bunch of Rack Pack hero shots in uh, the Facebook page. Yeah, it's been cool to see. Um so how many hunts in total have you been on so Only far? two. Okay. <clears throat> Last same, week I went here. Thursday, Friday. Same here. And and what like where are you going? What are you what are you looking for in your like what are you waiting for in order to go hunt? Because it's kind of sketchy this time of year. It is, but it's it's one of those things so I'm paying pretty it's not that I changed this part of my method up, but I'm paying close attention to Deercast and that good and great. If it's okay, which is still okay to hunt, I usually don't bother. And sometimes I kick myself, you know, watching the cell cameras. You're like, shit, sure. man. The, there may have been a factor. The wind was, you know, good enough wind speed where they were moving. Actually, like we're mm-hmm. in the, we were going through the dark of the moon period there. And so I'm, I'm not as laser focused as going because I know where my the biggest deer that I have to hunt are on my lease in Marthasville. And so if I'm going to go out there historically last year, it's around the full moon when they move the best during daylight. Mm-hmm. Now I, I've been thinking about this a lot lately because in the first two sits, I've already had <laughs> encounters with, you know, shooters. And I, and last year I couldn't tell you, I was trying to remember back. It, it had to have been at least like 15 sits in. <laughs> like it was a long last stretch. year was, was tough. Minus, you know, Doug who killed, his second time out last year while I was in Kansas. <laughs> That's how you do it. Minus that deer showing up, no other deer showed up yeah. in daylight. So I, I kind of feel like we've dialed in a little better. Mm-hmm. We know the deer herd a little better. Because this is your number two. It is piece, your number right? two. Intrusion, I think, is although up in the front part of the property, it's really bad. 
because they're putting a wedding venue in, yeah. but on but back where we're hunting, it's not as bad as it used to be. Mm-hmm. And I think a big difference is, although they look like crap, you know, for the most part, we have food. Food plots. Yeah, we have food plots. It's not just the beans that the farm, the soybeans, the farmer planted. So I think we, you know, we have a we have a few things going to our advantage that we did not last year. And so as long as we continue to hunt smart, I think we have a good opportunity to see more activity from our shooters mm. and certainly more daylight activity. I can't tell you how many times last year we went out and we didn't even see a deer until dark. And that's tough. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, it's just <laughs> like, yeah, I'm away from my family right now. Yeah. Could be you get working it. my part-time job at Walmart. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that's so, so far, you know, small sample size, but so far so good. Um, you know, I, I, I definitely also capitalized on that cold front last week like the weather's been yeah. okay it's like a normal front yeah and, and but last week it went from 95 or 97 we broke records here in down to 70 or 68 or something like that it was a huge mm. huge mm-hmm. temperature drop huge huge hold it i got huge. one for that huge so that that I, I also put in the back of my mind as you know what I mean I'm thinking we got it more more dialed in but mm-hmm. we also just hit a 30 degree temperature drop and that kind of cold front either it's going to shut them down or it's going to really get them up on their feet but as you alluded to it it kind of brought it back to normal temperatures just be, be, below normal temperatures yeah. and they moved good and uh, so I think that was a, a a good factor and you know and then as you always deal with it as well you know, family, father, there's certain things at home that you can't get out of, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sports and your, your kids are in, uh, uh, cross country, cross country. Mm-hmm. Cameron's doing flag football and soccer. And, you know, I'm helping coach. Like there's certain things you just aren't going to get out for. So you're pinpointing your days in that regard too. Yeah. How about you? I was, I'm just curious, what kind of coach are you i like to get in these kids faces and tell them to grab suck the, it up grab by the mask no honestly like well it's flag football so they don't have helmets but i basically like yesterday we had <laughs> practice and these kids cry too easy and i'm like <laughs> are you physically hurt I, I, I said are you hurt no it's no. weird when i'm screaming at them they're sitting no there no crying. they're not crying because i'm screaming at them they're crying because they're you know what and so <laughs> You know, I get it. They're LA eight, but like they're crying for no reason. And so I get in their face and say, Hey, are you hurt? No, <laughs> I'm not hurt. There. I'm like, suck it up. Yeah. Go get, you know, go pull a flag, go get a touchdown. Which like, may be the first time they've ever been heard treated it. that way. So the kid this basically it's the same group of kids that my, my son was in Cub Scouts with. And yeah. all these parents wanted me to me and Justin, our sons are the same age, Justin mm-hmm. Lurk. And so they wanted uh, us to be scout leaders. And I was like, man, I just, I don't have the time commitment. I just can't do it in the fall. That's when they're doing everything is in the fall. Well, there's I was like, a court I just order can't. against that too. Yeah. Right? So I said, uh, I told one of the moms, I'm like, honestly, I don't think you would want me to be the scout leader. <laughs> She's like, I think that's what what these kids need. They need a little discipline. I was like, I don't think you're ready for what I'm going to tell them. So, yeah, I I, I treat them like they're my own. I got asked to to coach the cross country team at my kid's school. And both Bo and Sophie are running this year. Sophie's 10, Bo's five. And I was like, "Eh, I'm not I'm not sure they're ready for the kind of training I would I would put them through. But you'd be a good coach for that. I mean, that's yeah. your expertise. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that would be something that would be right up your alley. 100%. You know, but they, I think, 
Here's your, here's the challenge if you were to do it. And I've, I've never been put in this position before, so I never realized it, but coaching your own kid, uh, I have a tendency. Every kid says the same damn thing. I want to run the ball. I want to be the quarterback. I want to catch the ball. Like they, there's mm-hmm. only, they all want to do the same thing. Nobody wants to hike the dang thing. Nobody wants to, you know what I mean? Do Supporting the crappy rules. jobs. Yeah. Well, I find myself, they're all asking, can I run the ball? Can I be the running back? And that's the one thing Cameron's pretty good at. I find myself saying no to him because mm-hmm. I don't want to favorite, sure. show favoritism mm-hmm. towards him. So it's, I, I already think like, man, I shouldn't be his coach. I shouldn't be his coach because I'm going to unfairly say no to him. He's just to, get screwed. He's <laughs> a little bit, yeah. But you I, having flashbacks to your career? Dad was never there. <laughs> let me tell you, no. I don't. <laughs> well, d- well, not giving you favorites here at Dury Outdoors. Oh, that, yeah, that I can relate to. In fact, going the other direction. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why. <laughs> maybe that's why I'm the way I am. Gets Good in the point. cradle. Oh shit. <laughs> well, then I should just stop because he's got a long, <laughs> shitty road ahead of him. <laughs> this is like your psychotherapy session. Oh man, we got everyone's move, watching. Move back to the deer. <laughs> Uh, so, well, so the kids had their last cross country meet this past Saturday and we get there, like my mom comes, my brother, Andy comes and, uh, Beth is off. She's got something else she's doing Saturday morning. And Bo just wants to roll around in the blankets under the like little canopy tent and eat snacks and drink water. And who wouldn't, (laughs) and I, and I just said, screw it, whatever. Like he was supposed to run and He's like, I don't want to run. I don't want to run. He's starting to pitch a fit. I was like, fine, don't run. Lay, I don't lay, care. Lay there. You suck. Golly, it's just. God, I hate you sometimes. <laughs> sometimes as a parent, you're just like, oh, this is a battle I don't care that much about. So, How can you be mine? So, <laughs> I was like, it, it, it wasn't a good feeling because I want him to, to well, push. Sure. I want him to, to, and we paid for him to run. <laughs> More importantly, <laughs> I'm a tight ass. Do you know <laughs> how much it costs for you to run today, for you to lay around and eat snacks? Under the- it costs double because you're not only not uh, running, but you're eating the food I just bought. Uh, yeah, so, just, okay. So you've been out twice so far hunting. And the one I know I saw on your Instagram reels, mm-hmm. you had a pretty interesting encounter right out of the gate, did right? You, did you get the reference to the music that I chose for that? I, you have to remind me which track was it. No. <laughs> Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Okay, okay. Which I, I spent hours on as a kid. Nintendo. And you reference that song because these two are going toe-to-toe. They're fighting. Head-to-head, actually. They are. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. So that was... Um, I no, I, so I take that back. I've been out three times. That was my second hunt. Tim's a liar. I, I enjoy lying. It makes my life a little more interesting. <laughs> Usually they're inconsequential lies. They benefit me. Why none. lies? Those are the best ones. <laughs> <laughs> the lies that don't get you anywhere. <laughs> this is a stand that I set because I realized the year previous I had it set too close to the bedding. Uh, it's, it's, it's back in the timber and these deer are bedded down in an old overgrown pasture. And, uh, and I was just getting too close to it. And I think they were hearing me before. So, uh, so I pulled it back. It's, it's across a little valley and, uh, and there's a, a pretty much a year round scrape that they work and, uh, and it, it stays active all year. Uh, I set the stand back in the summertime and, uh, and I, I got up into it access is really good. Winds in my face. And, um, you know, I, I don't know, around 530 or so, this 
really nice three-year-old ten-pointer comes walking up the hillside. I assume coming from the bed. It's still thick back in there. I can't see more than probably 50, 60 yards. Um, and he's joined by a little scraggly like four or five-pointer and walks up. He works the scrape. And old Tim would have shot him. I, I I even commented. I'm like, why are you? Well, it came out as, why aren't you shouting? Damn autocorrect. I only saw that the next day. It popped back in my feet. I'm like, God dang it. I, I, I was that saying, made me laugh. Why aren't you, you shooting? Because I thought for sure you'd hammer one of those two deer. Yeah. That older looking deer, I thought for sure you were going to let it fly He's, right in front of well, you. He kept posing like, shoot me. Posing. Please shoot me. Yeah. <laughs> and because he worked the scrape, he urinated. He bedded down twice in front of me. I mean, DP. And I was like, there's a lot going on here. It was just really fun to be in the stand and have that much. Was that your first hunt of the year? Second. I was, it's either way, it was like a, that's a very great way to start. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was cool. And and so I'm filming him, but it's also dead quiet in there. And um, and he's at the closest, he's 15 yards. At so the that's farthest. why you weren't shouting. He's there. <laughs> Normally I'd be like, hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> just yelling, Timmy. <laughs> the, the 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 really neat thing was I wasn't sure because it's so tight in there. You're not sure what's coming next, and so I. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I keep the camera rolling, and a doe pops out a little farther down the valley, and then I see uh, another rack buck pop out, and he's wider. I can tell he's a lot wider. And so I, I turn the camera on him, and he's another three-year-old, but he he walks up, and they start posturing, and then they lock up. It's it's really interesting this time of year how the deer will kind of casually just walk to each other head-to-head and then start gently locking up and then kind of get into it. The That fight that you – that was pretty aggressive, I felt like, for this time of year. I've started seeing on trail cameras in the last two weeks them start – you know, when they're batched up in the summer – they, you don't see hardly any of that. And then they lose their velvet, they start splitting up, and then all Game of a sudden on. you start seeing some of that. I, and, and here within the last 10 days, I'd say, I've seen a lot more of, of bucks you know, on camera. It's all been mm-hmm. at night, basically, but yeah. bucks starting to lock up a little bit. So it was interesting to see that in daylight right in front of you and then be so aggressive about it because it felt like it was like a mid-November or late October yeah. type of a yeah. sparring session. I was session. like, look at my watch. You guys know what month it is? Yeah. But then they they left. They went north of me through a thicket, and it kind of the timber opens up back in there. It's almost like a little meadow. And I could see – I was screened a little bit, but I could see that there were other there were like two, two or three other bucks that joined them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how big they were, but they started locking up. So it's like WWF over there. And one buck I, I could see through the screen – got flipped on his side like it was it was really aggressive so i've never seen that i went over on saturday and i hung a bunch of climbing uh, helium climbing sticks and put a saddle put a little uh platform up there to get in the saddle oh boy two hundred dollars is two hundred dollars that's right (laughs) when i hunt out of a saddle i kill deer Uh, every time with the exception of two times. How many times have you done it? Six. Oh, it's good. Those are good odds. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's re- nah, Just because you're getting in closer? 
Well, maybe I need to hunt this deer. I'm after Marthasville with a saddle. I I couldn't do it. I don't think. Yeah, I uh, swinging that meme you, you see. You, you could. The only problem, the, the tree. Michael I'm in. Scott swinging. You've seen that meme. I've got right? that meme probably 20 times already. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's 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 so funny because I've become. <laughs> An unintentional poster child for for saddle hunting, because you're do the it, only one that does it in the outdoors. Do it so little, but it's enough to where that's the that's the tag Mark I just got. totally berates you, Bart. <laughs> you know I mean? He'll say, he'll send me a saddle meme, and he'll say, "This isn't directed at you. I just saw it and thought it was funny." <laughs> <laughs> like, sure, that's a lie. <laughs> Uh, so, so up. going out tomorrow, and uh, and and we'll see. It's supposed there's supposed to be a, so tomorrow's Wednesday. It's supposed to be a big drop. Deercast is showing super green, really great. It'll be good, and you're going to be in Jefferson City. No, Springfield. Springfield. Okay, it's yep. the Jefferson. It's the Springfield is the Jefferson City of Missouri. Hmm. I think is what they call it. I've never heard that. <laughs> Does the it whale's vagina sense? is that what they call it? <laughs> That's a Anchorman reference. I didn't just make that up. Let's, let's clear that up here. Uh, okay, so yeah, so pretty big deal though. Not anything to do with me, or but I'm augmented by you. Listen, okay. I'm Mark listening. and Terry are winning another award, or being wouldn't be winning. Honored, honored. <laughs> they they they're, they're getting honored. it. Uh, it's the. Missouri. It's the Lewis and Clark Award from Missouri, uh, Con- Her- the Missouri Conservation Uh-oh. Heritage Foundation. <laughs> yes. There's two words in there that I want to juxtapose every time I see. Yes. And it is a, a high honor, and um, they're winning one of the conservation because there's several different like awards given out for conservation, and they're one of you know four or five that are they're winning something. And I think they get an them. honorary doctorate as uh, part of it. That you're making up yeah, a little bit. <laughs> that would be cool, Doctor Drew. We Dr. already Drury. have a resolution, Tim. Yeah, we do. Right here behind me, in fact, Let on the known. podcast set, we have a resolution from the state of Missouri. Now they're being honored with the conservation uh, Lewis and Clark Conservation Award, and uh, pretty cool stuff, actually. I mean, it's pretty neat, high honor. And when they were told about it. And we were told the date, which was September 28th. Both Mark and Terry said the same thing. Guarantee you the best cold front of the year will be on that day. And guess what happened? (laughs) So if you have a kid getting married or if you have some event that you want them to attend, you might as well just skip asking them from September to January. Expect a gift card. Because they always say the same thing. It's like, oh, great, going to be a cold front. And they are always right. It's uncanny how many times they're right. I don't know who is a deer hunter and chooses to have a major life event during deer season. Mark, <laughs> his wedding anniversary is like October 13th, well, I think. How, how did that happen? It was before he was a good hunter, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Well, the heart wants what the heart wants. No, you know, at the end of the day, if I and I don't know how it played out. I wasn't old enough, but... Whatever the the wife says is what goes. I mean, that's the reality of it. Yeah, that's true. Right? That's what Scott's finding out. Yeah, that's right. We should say congratulations to Scotty. S- oh, hold it. He's hitched up. Scott! Oh. <laughs> we, so, Scott Himminger here in the studio, uh, social media manager, the quarterback here. Mm-hmm. My, my right-hand guy. I wouldn't be able to do it without him. The wind beneath your wings. That's right. He got married. 
Congratulations. To, I'd to like a lady. Applause. Beautiful lady. But here's a perfect instance where the lady told him what to do. <laughs> he, he did it. <laughs> he went to Iceland for how many days? The country. Ten days he went to Iceland right throughout the opener. But honestly, if it was any time, I would rather be that time. Like I have any say in it. <laughs> he, I remember the first time he told me, I'm like, hey, cool. That's great. You know, whatever. It's no big deal. We'll figure it out. And Ben filmed me and Aaron filmed me. But mm -hmm. sure enough, I mean, a major cold front hit while he was yeah, gone. Why not? And I should have killed a deer. And I'm going to blame the fact that Aaron Bennett was with me and not <sighs> Scott. <laughs> in all reality, it was my fault, though. <laughs> yeah. So what happened in that encounter? Yeah, so I guess I didn't really dive into it. So the first night out, we encountered a deer uh, we call Rick Flair's G1's Flare Out. <clears throat> That's right. And uh, he was on the we're not sure list. You know, you oh, got a hit list, the, the, yeah. the no kill list, yeah. and the I don't know list. And mm -hmm. he was on the I'm not sure I need to see him in person. And seeing him in person, I do think he's probably five, but he was super spindly as, as Rack. He was just real spindly his okay. tines and so i thought well last year we weren't sure he he we had several encounters with him last year and he was out the night i killed but we weren't sure if he was three or four last year and so this year i'm not sure if he's four or five but i'm gonna give him the benefit of that he's got a great frame beautiful i mean beautiful deer yeah um mainframe eight and i thought you know what he said he's got a little he's actually a nine but he's mainframe eight and i thought let's just give him one more year Mm -hmm. and he's nice. He's a homeboy. He's, we keep encountering him in the same food plot over you and thought, over. Let's give him one more year last year. <clears throat> no, last year I knew for sure he needed another year. At this encounter, you thought. But, but once I saw him in person, you know, the first night out, I'm like, eh, he needs another year. Plus, mm -hmm. I know what other deer are on the property. He, there's a good chance that we could kill a, a better deer, yeah. you know, potentially. So, anyways, we, we see him. He comes out. We have had really bad luck with rain so my food plot it looks like a putting green because the way we had to go back in there like certain areas grew right in the middle in the mm -hmm. shape of a wiener frankly oh. and uh everything around it didn't grow and so scott went back in there before he left he lightly dissed it up and we ended up planting you know because we had a biologic mix and then went back and planted on on the the parts he dissed up. Okay. I think it was oats and winter wheat. <clears throat> and uh, anyway, so we haven't gotten rain since. So it yeah. literally looks like a baseball diamond. I mean, it looks like crap. Mm. And <clears throat> so we went in there and hunted it on a wind. I looked at wind check and deer cast. And I even told Ben before we went in there, I'm like, all right, this is where they should be coming from. Our wind's blowing where they should be coming from. But I just had the sneaky suspicion based on our trail cameras that they're actually coming out a little further to our right. Okay. So we went in there, we, we sat it, we sent proof, you know, blind and we were all, you know, sent free. And, um, every deer that came out, <clears throat> came out to the right of us, but they kept going straight to this little patch of green and we're sitting behind, you know, 80 acres of, beans or okay. behind us were they starting to yellow not yet they got planted real late okay so every deer went right to this uh biologic. The oasis yeah the, it literally is a little oasis and that's uh, why i it, said that yeah <laughs> and <laughs> it was downwind of us but we never got 
Winded, no, huh. nothing messed Windows with Windows shut. Windows shut, yeah. Well, then, out of nowhere, I look over to the right, and it was to the right, kind of behind us, to the side behind us. Okay. And um, I saw Ric Flair come out, and so he starts feeding. Did you shout at him? Woo! Why aren't you shouting? <laughs> and uh, he's coming out, and he's kind of eating some, like, volunteer beans that grew up. And okay. I think, hey, he might end up going out to the food in front of us, but we're filming behind us, and you know the deer can look right through yeah. where we're kind of side profiled i guess yeah and a doe starts getting goo- kind of goosey on yeah. us and she's directly downwind and she you know she what does she do she doesn't <laughs> she doesn't wind us okay. see there is another way to say it tim <laughs> nice job <laughs> she didn't wind us uh but she was getting real goosey and and he looks up looks at her they she ends up kind of trotting off. He goes back into the timber. Mm. That was at six ten, and so it was early. There's still time, yeah. Oh, plenty. And so he ends up coming back out, and this time, you know, they're not messing around with this food plot anymore. They're mm. they're gonna go straight to the beans, and okay. so he was within bow range again. But I had already decided, let's see what comes out. Well, right at last light, I look back, kind of back behind us again to see if there's if he's still there, if anything's moving. And I see a couple of racks and I throw up the Leopolds and it's I what I could only think was a different deer because he last I saw him, he was out in the beans and these deer were just over by the timber. Like okay. it just came out. So we got some footage of them and I thought <clears throat> they come kind of come up this drainage ditch on the backside of this pond dam. And I thought, man, I bet they do that every night because we're not getting them on trail camera and I got all my trail cameras right near the box blind sure. that we were sitting. So anyways, we decided the next night, Aaron Bennett films me, we decided to move another blind in that I had in our Keen trailer, mm-hmm. but not pop it up. So move it kind of kind of push in on where they were coming out. Okay. And <clears throat> with the intention that at some point we will sit it, but we didn't want to sit it that night mm-hmm. in case they were kind of spook, spooking on it. And um, so we went back to the same blind. We hunted it on the wrong wind again, mm-hmm. based on the MRI that they all came upwind from us. They came out upwind from us. I thought we'd be safe. Mm-hmm. Well, every night, almost every night, without fail, I get trail camera pictures, cell camera pictures of the deer we're after going back to bed at this little corner of the property. Okay. And that's where our wind was blowing. So we're scent proof again, where the windows are shut, we're you know, we're running ozone in in the box blind just to be safe. <clears throat> Slow night, it rained most of the night, which you know, thank goodness I needed it. And a couple of deer that came out, they kinda of shied away from the new blind and worked towards us. So our plan was working. You know, they were within bow range. We had totally changed our setup to film basically behind us. Because okay. that's where all yeah. the deer came out the night before. And sure enough, at the very end of the night, I look back and I'm like, shoot, there's two deer, two racks. And I put up the little poles again. Sure enough, it's one of our shooters and it's Ric Flair together. Ew. And they've been running together in this Buddies. area. So we had to switch our entire setup because our chairs, everything. And these we were sitting in these new, it's not these muddy chairs we're sitting on mm-hmm. here. They're these new hawk chairs, and they're a little wider. Okay. And let me tell you something. I mean, they were wide enough where <clears throat> they were very hard to, in the heat of the moment, like maneuver around. Uh, you, like, you better be set up right. Yeah. <laughs> when you've got two guys, it's just difficult. We have camera sure. gear and bags and... You know, and you're big guys of, yeah, for your well, size. One of the two. And so 
anyways, we get situated and here they're coming. They like beeline to that biologic. What time is this? It was, I looked at my, uh, um, phone and it was seven twenty three. Oh boy. And last light was seven twenty nine. It's crazy how they just know. Oh yeah. And so, uh, I thought, oh, they're going to stay at the end there and eat. Nope. Sure. Shit. They walk right. Mm. Ric Flair walked right past us right through bow range and he's kind of looking to blind because we're up moving we got it we're trying to get situated and of all things because we had changed our setup from being where they usually come out which is where they did yeah yeah. we were to the side so we had that window shut off and i had an ozone unit on the little uh part that the window Uh, like goes up to yeah and so i had undone i had unlatched the window and it was popped open about an inch and I was getting ready to put it up and then it's like, Oh, the ozone. So I had to reach up and try to get it off. Well, he had put it on so tight that it wouldn't come off. And so the, it was making a squeaking noise against the rubber. We're here. And and of course the window had been popped. So that noise is getting out. And, and there's probably very little wind. Very zero. Quiet. Very quiet. <laughs> and so I have like three minutes left. I'm because I'm still paying attention to that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm looking at my watch and three minutes left. I'm trying to range and it's dark. Do you have your light on your site yes. at that point? Yep. Okay. I had it on and I think I had it on. And so well, I know that I had my HHA. I'm shooting that new rise. And so I had it. It's got two pins, but I just set the top pin at 20 mm-hmm. and my next pin's at 35. So Perfect. I know yeah. it's somewhere in between those two is where I'm going to have to shoot. I mean, your shoot. eyes are closing and shoot anyway. That's so right. <laughs> just hoping that I shoot something, <laughs> hit something. Point in the direction. <laughs> so I, you know, of course, Ric Flair gets by us and then the short G210 is the deer we were after is a deer that came out last year when I went to kill the deer I killed. Mm-hmm. And so we, we got great history with him. I know he's mature, a big, big body and good mass or whatever. He's just short tined, sure. you know? And so anyways, he's at 20 yards Ooh. and, uh, I'm like, are you on him? And, and he's like, yeah. And so I'm still trying to get that thing <sighs> off the, the ozone off. And finally he just had enough and he was hearing that noise and hearing us shuffle and yeah. he busted out of there. It came back out within an hour, I think. I had him on camera right there. He wasn't spooked bad. No. I I still don't think he got our wind. I mean, the ozone was running. We were sent free. I don't Uh think that was the problem. I think it was the noise. noise, Yeah. You know, and this big dark hole up there that was something, some commotion Mm -hmm. was happening. So, you know, kicking myself because it it was my fault. It was because... I even once Aaron said, Hey, we should set up for where they came up last night. I was like, well, let's put the ozone on that window. Cause technically we shouldn't have to open that one. It should have been the safe window. Cause we had a camera on the other uh-huh. one and you know, just limited spots to put all the stuff that we put yeah. out. And, um, sure enough, he put it up where I told him to put it up, but he really wedged it on there. So our associate editor, Jim Richmond messaged me last night. <clears throat> he shot a doe. And he's trying to start to film his hunts, and it wasn't the shot he'd hoped for. The doe was like almost right underneath him, so he didn't get kind of that bilateral organ shot. Yeah. And uh, he texted me afterwards. He was like, "Wasn't the shot I wanted, and the footage sucked." I don't know how anyone does this. Yeah. Well, by themselves. I mean, you you have more experience than, than I do. I don't have any 
but that would be very difficult. Filming mm -hmm. it by yourself is a whole different level. Filming it's one thing. Filming it by yourself is a whole different level. Yeah, it, true. Also, when you have two people, though, that's like, that's more scent. That's yeah. more movement. That's more just... gear. That was the one element of it that we were in each other's way. Yeah. It, Normally, I told him when we got out, I'm like, God, I'm kicking myself. We would have set up like we're set up in that blind far. We would have been fine. Like it would have been it would have been a no brainer. Yeah. Open the window, put it up right when you're ready to shoot and shoot. It would have been fine. But because we were we overthought it with that other blind, we just overthought mm -hmm. it based on the movement the night before. Yeah. So lesson learned. Oh uh, yeah, hard yeah. way. But anyway, so I won't be out tomorrow, but I'm hopeful Scott's gonna go. Scott and Ben are gonna go, and hopefully he'll kill that same deer that we had the encounter with. Because that's what I told him. I was like, I just want one of us to shoot that damn thing. Like, <laughs> he's gotta die. He's this gotta season. die this yeah. season. Yeah. And, and the other thing is like getting the monkey off our back early is just. I mean, we're a team. We're trying to do this, to, mm -hmm. you know, together and and get some content for the shows and. It would be great. It doesn't matter who it is. I just it'd be great to get it on camera. Yeah, no doubt. So hey, we didn't talk about this before the show, but we probably ought to double back to some feedback that we got on your being a life as a disappointment. Do you want to? Do you want to at least well, I, recap that follow up conversation? Yeah, I don't. So was it two podcasts ago? It was the one with Jared, or was it the last one? No, it two. was. It was Jared. Yeah, yeah. Two show. Two, two shows, shows ago. ago. Yeah. And we read some feedback, uh, um, shout outs, and it wasn't overly positive about my approach to hunting. And this guy was very disappointed that I wasn't a better hunter uh, because my proximity to Mark and Terry and the knowledge that they have. Mm -hmm. That's the gist of it. Yeah. And so we kind of, you know, we made light of it and, and, and talked about it on the show and read it. And that gentleman actually reached out to me uh, both on our website email and sent me an Instagram DM and apologized for saying the things he said, which he didn't have to do. I mean, that's no. his, his opinion or whatever, but he just said he was having a bad day. And when he saw my reaction, when we read it on, <laughs> he felt really bad. It was the, the human side. Like you, yeah. you take away the keyboard warrior aspect and, and you realize like, Hey, we're like, we're all people yeah. just trying to do the best that we can. And it was a really mm -hmm. nice cause, cause we, we end up being the epicenter for a lot of crappy comments. It was very refreshing. It was very big of him yeah, to certainly. say, I'm sorry. That really is out of character for me. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. I, I appreciate it. I sent him a message back and, um, said thanks so, you know good luck this season yeah i should have sent the message that the guy the guy in the industry who told me hey everybody matt's apologize let's move on <laughs> <laughs> all right guys larry's right, apologize let's move on it's, it's fine <laughs> so we'll anyways yeah again we're all good so that was nice hold on all right hold on hold okay. on hold on. Holding. hold on hold on i will hold be on. in a holding pattern dang it no it's good i lost my uh no got I'll, it. I'll did we just become best oh. friends yep man larry Man, I was hoping you couldn't find that because I was going to start beatboxing. Uh, Something shoot. else I picked up. Hey, I want to show a couple new hats we have for the oh, podcast. This is just one long commercial is all this show is. That's right. So <sighs> Alan is shaking his head like, yes, please sell something. <laughs> Ecom <laughs> Alan. So uh, we got a couple new uh, podcast hats. And Richardson 112s are like the most impossible hat to get. So they're not Richardson 112s, but they are pretty 
good hats. Richardson one tens. No, they're not Richardsons. I mean, I like I've gone to Richardson directly, and Ooh, it's they're impossible doing? to get right now. Uh, Very we did our best. So, anyways, but they are cool, cool hats. One's like this uh, blackout camo pattern, and the other one's a nice gray, uh, heather gray, and they both have our podcast uh, patches on the front. And you are wearing one of the new Deercast oh, shirts. That's right. Wearing the new swag. That's right. These shirts are comfy. I like them yeah. a lot. You got to rip off the tag off the back. It's not meant to stay on the shirt. Oh, I'll have to do rip that. Rip it off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they rip off easy. <laughs> it makes you feel like a man when you just, like, ripping a phone book in half. It's pretty Can much I the same thing. Can I write my initials where the, you know, in case anybody confuses this shirt with someone else's, like, oh, this is you MDs. Could, you could do that. <laughs> MW. You know, it's funny how much people picked up on the pit stain comment I yeah, made. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that in the rack new, pack. Our new apparel. Did it come with pit, pit stains? <laughs> Nope, nope, that cost you extra. Possibly one of the grossest things in the world. Well, these hats aren't up on the website yet. They should be in the next couple sneak days. Sneak peek. Sneak peek. Dang. Okay. Well, how about some more sneak peeks in this week's Real Wild Clip? All right. If you've got kids watching, you may want to have them go in the other room for a minute. Because it's going to get uh, probably a, an R rating. That's what she said. Yeah. All right. One of our uh, rack packers sent us this video, and I, I don't remember. I apologize. I don't remember who it was offhand who sent us this, but. I should have said this instead. I don't think so, Tim. Oh, <laughs> maybe I do know. I'm just out of spite not saying their okay. name. I don't know. All right. These, so what do we got? These are blacktail deer. Oh, so I want to say West Virginia. But there's blacktail. I'm sorry to disappoint somebody, but there's blacktail in West Virginia. That's what they. That, I, I think thought blacktail was all out west. Could be. I mean, I mean, I, I guess mean, it's West, West Virginia. Yeah. Oh, you're missing. You're missing out on the action, Matt. Oh, I've seen that kind of action, Tim. <laughs> a young buck <laughs> trying to sow his oats at nighttime <laughs> on the side of the road, drunk. Huh. Oh wait, <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Sounds like my life. Yeah. You know what though? You don't. I mean, in the wild or in the suburbs, like that's not something you see very often. Huh? No. Is this offending you, Tim? I, I don't this even know what's happening right now. Are they out. wrestling? They're wrestling. <laughs> well, you call that move, let's, Tim? Let's not let's not loop this video for the rest of the show. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, you hey, you the, chose it. The the wonders of nature, right? So you forget who sent us that? Yeah, that's the whole part part of uh, people saying in the clips is that we say their names. Mumbly Joe sent us that clip from How West Virginia. Dare you, sir? <laughs> With all you have going on, forget who <laughs> sent us this clip a I month did, ago. I did go through all my messages, and I couldn't. I didn't. Don't even remember where it came from. I get messages on every platform. Oh, which I love. Tim's important. Mm -hmm. Get out! All right, so we're gonna dive into a question of the day, or what? Let's do that. All right. So the question of the day is proudly brought to you by Deercast Waypoints. From lock-on stands, trail cameras, and everything in between, deer cast waypoints are purpose-built for the whitetail hunter. And now you can share them with your other deer cast users. That has been huge. Huge. Hold it. Hold it. Huge. It has been awesome to be able to share waypoints back and forth with, you know, like on the lease or mm -hmm. with Scott, something that he, he, you know, maybe changed a trail camera position, moved it 100 yards, send me the new waypoint. It's pretty nice and coordinated. I, I think next week we should be able to share 
paths and plots and areas should be by like at least late next week. So yeah, the plan is pretty much anything that you can create in Deercast maps, you can share with other people. Here's the real key. So Mark and Terry and I, when I sent, I sent them the update and I said, Hey, go download the new version of the app. We, we have uh, waypoints are shareable. And I think it was Terry said, that's, Freaking badass! Ooh, Terry like it was impressed. an actual yeah, which is hard to do. Nice. And uh, and then I say, yeah, Mark, send me the waypoint to <laughs> the stand in <laughs> Iowa. You want me to hunt? <laughs> and then I'm gonna use the directions feature because <laughs> that's that's what it was built for. The ability to uh -huh. share a waypoint with somebody. You know, you're hunting a state or whatever. You're going to a new spot, mm -hmm. and you being able to then hit the three dots on the side and get directions right to that spot. So I'm you gonna send, test it out here next send, week. I'm going to Iowa. Point in Kazakhstan or something. Yeah, yeah. Here you go, Matt. No, he said, come on, come Sweet. on. Sweet. That's right. So when are you going to Iowa? I will, of course the weather is gonna heat up, a, not heat up, it's gonna warm up a little bit above average temperatures next week when I was planning on going. I was planning on going, driving up Wednesday and hunting through Sunday, which would hit the full moon. Yeah, yeah period there okay. or leading up to the full moon so okay uh we'll see we'll see i'm gonna keep monitoring the weather and then of course if mark says you know come up you go up sure yeah you <laughs> so, gotta jump on that's the time right, is right. Mm -hmm. yeah okay shooting a new bow should be good what could go wrong what could go wrong added pressure of hunt one of mark's properties got the new bow last no it would have been the friday before last Got it sighted in, got it dialed in. Mm -hmm. Feel pretty good about it, honestly. Like, Car I, ran good. It's shooting good. It's shooting good. It's a neat, neat bow. Can't wait to be able to show it mid-November. Pretty sweet. Yeah. So. Okay. But, man, I was shooting lights out with that V3X. It's hard to move on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Especially when the season starts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not a – I'm not – this might surprise you, but I'm no oh. Levi Morgan. What? Tim. What? Our <laughs> – or Lee Lakoski or Mark Drury or even Terry Drury. I'm just as as we've as disappointed Larry <laughs> has pointed out, I'm just not Drury. Oh man. Well it's hard because I, I have a, a Matthews no cam that I shot, I don't know, six or so years ago. I wanna I, I sold it to a buddy. I'm would like to get it back. <laughs> it 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 shoots so great. It's such a it's such a sweet bow. And it's kind of hard to move on because you get dialed in and you're like, ah, this is, this is, I feel confident. Uh, I realize what I'm about to say is a, um, a comment that's like, oh, poor you. But like, uh, yeah. I've pretty much had a new bow every year just as part oh, of what we do. <laughs> so I don't, I don't get familiar with them. Like I use them for a year and it's on to the next one and I'll give it to somebody, you know, yeah. whoever internally needs one or whatever. So I don't get a chance to really get attached to one because we're constantly shooting whatever the next model is. And it is like, I will say I I'm still shooting the VXR and I love shooting the VXR. Yeah. <laughs> I would also like to add that I sh don't deserve to get a new bow. Every year. <laughs> so You're don't think it's because I'm asking for him. I'd be the first to say, you know what? I'll shoot last year's bow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even kill anything with last year's bow. I'm still overbowed here. Yeah. So, I get it. It's uh, it's ironic. Yeah, no one's gonna feel <laughs> sorry for you, but it is uh, it is, it is an extra layer of complexity to add to a deer season. 
Especially when you're a shitty shooter. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't help, does it? <laughs> oh, I should be. I, I always, th- I thought about this the other day. I'm like, I always ask you, like, when I'm sighting in the new HHA, you know, sighting in the new bow and an HHA, I'm like asking, now, nah, was this what I'm doing? Is that what I'm doing? And I'm like, shit, I should be the most familiar with sighting in an HHA because I've had <laughs> to do, do it, it a lot. Most. Yes. <laughs> Switching out. It's like uh, scopes. They constantly have us switching out scopes on our guns. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's just like, dang it, man. This is shooting really good. I have to <laughs> do this. It's hard to start from scratch again. Every time. I should be great at it, but every yes. time it's like, all right, no. <laughs> it's like starting from scratch. It's the definition of insanity. Let me pull up the old YouTubes. <laughs> See how I'm supposed to do this. Uh, short-term memory loss. Well, <sighs> Travis has got a question for us this oh, week. I forgot where we were at. It's all right. Really? Lost in the moment. That's right. All right. So, how do you calm yourself? Oh, wait. Hold on. So, how is it you stay so calm when you get a shooter buck that comes in? Because I get a bad case of the shakes almost every single time, and I'm just looking for different techniques to kind of calm myself down and, and work my my way through the moment and make that clean ethical shot. Yeah, I got a great one. Hmm. I had about six cameras that you got to turn on. <laughs> <laughs> an ozone unit and uh, a window and like Pete Shepley said this with PSE he said this years ago give yourself a job give yourself something to do it helps with target panic and I always pair that with Jim Tomey who always says slow the game down mm-hmm. one of the best home run hitters of all time 612 Baseball. home runs yeah so you he's saying slow the game down Jim, uh, uh, Pete Shepley, who's one of the best shooters and an innovator in our industry, saying, give yourself a job or something to do. And they're right. They're 100% right. Because if you're, think about it, if you're ranging, it doesn't have to be that you have all these cameras or all this other gear that we got to carry. Mm-hmm. What if you're ranging them? What if you're adjusting your sight pin? What if you're, you're doing all these things? You're not focused in, and maybe that's a good thing, on his headgear. Or, you know what I mean? Like, if you're looking at where he's walking to. All right, here's my shooting lane. What's the range over there? Like you're giving yourself a job to do and you're not necessarily as focused in on that rack yeah. or him getting excited or getting the shakes because you're trying to figure out your next move. You ever hear stories of people shooting deer in the rack because that's no. what they're looking at? No, I've never my heard dad of that. used to tell me that all the time when I was a kid. Now I have accidentally shot one in the <laughs> follow-up shot. Was it shot. a warning shot? No, but it turned out to be. And let that be a lesson. No, I shot him, and he he was running off, and I followed up and tried to get another shell, you know, in a quickly. And I and remember, yeah, I shot the headgear. That's tough. <laughs> yeah, but so um, my bit of advice is: it's the same thing I do for public speaking. Is try to imagine that deer naked, mm. furless. <laughs> See what it does for you. No bush. <laughs> can we can we cut that or no? This is That's live. Uh, we should we should also say this podcast is being is being live streamed on our rack pack. If folks are not a part of that, that's right. Yeah, so, that's our Facebook page. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I like <laughs> I like the idea of having a job of doing something, yeah. not. So when I screw up is when I think start thinking of the significance of the moment. Oh, this is the culmination of building the food plot and everyone that helped you and Ugh. and like all that stuff. You like I can't do that because it's just it's too much pressure. Having a yeah, having a job, following your shot sequence, like 
because you know I have that in my mind. Here's what you know. Here's what I do when I come to full draw. I you know, level the the bubble on the on the bubbles on the bubble level in there and make sure my anchor points are right. And when I do those things, it just you know you stick to the basics. That's a good point. Your anchor your anchor points. I guess pun intended. That's huge because. In the heat of the moment, if anything gets messed up, if your shot gets messed up, a lot of times you look back, it's like, man, I anchored wrong or, you know, I was, you know, I, I it was bent a little bit sideways to get around a limb or, or hear stories those. of people that don't even aim like they yeah. just draw the bow back and let it go because they're so nervous. I don't know about you, but I can vividly remember the first few deer I shot with a bow and that being like, dad's like, well, where'd you hit him? And I'm like, I don't you know. know. What? I don't, I don't know. know where I hit him because it's almost like you hear people say like, I kind of blacked out in the moment. Yeah, like uh -huh. the excitement of that moment, you only get past that when you, harvest a few when you get a few harvests under your belt yeah and that's why dad always says it is like kill a couple of those get like get the knock the rust off and, like, i totally get, sign off on that and yeah. so that's one way to kind of i guess get used to the pressure maybe mm -hmm. yep but um totally like that anchor point's huge yeah yeah stick to the basics of your shot sequence so. and you really that's something that's muscle memory it, it's like a golfer swing a, a hitter's you know swing it's it's muscle memory and repetition of doing it so many times like mm -hmm. i mean i've been shooting since mid-june and i feel better this year than i've ever felt before going into the season yeah it's because i didn't wait till august <laughs> you know what right, i mean right, like right. it's it's i'm just used to the muscle memory yeah it, it's the same thing when people like when they've been trained on cpr and they just go like someone's dead there or dying and they just kind of revert back to their training. They don't think about how the, the gravity of the situation, yeah. they just start doing the protocol. You know what though? But some people it's fight or flight. That's you learn that early on in school and that's a real thing. Mm -hmm. And I think that probably maybe plays into this a little bit. Like sure. th those kind of nerves are, you know, some people I think about, um, not, not, not to say this in a negative way, but there's some guys on a team on the team that they always get that excited and they've killed hundred deer and they always get the same level of excitement. And I'm not saying that they're that fight or flight. I'm just saying like they're, they have an elevated um, sense of excitement or adrenaline in yeah. that moment. And it doesn't matter how big or small the deer is, or if it's a doe or a buck, they always have that level of excitement. So maybe you're one of those guys. If you are, I don't know. Travis, which is, I mean, it's kind of fun because that, that, it's a huge rush. It's like, if, any, it. if anyone on our team is going to die of a cardiac event after killing deer, it's going to be coon dog. Yeah. And, I mean, and, I didn't want to name names, <laughs> <laughs> but everyone loves, loves seeing that because it reminds you of how magical when it all comes together, it's not an act either. It's, it's genuine. He does. He, and, and, and there's even stuff that we got to cut out because he's just losing his yeah. mind and who knows how many deer he's killed. Yeah, I mean he's plenty. I know. I mean he's killed plenty of deer. Yeah. So. So, but I mean, I, I, uh, I, I love the fact that that it's still so fresh to him. Yeah. Uh, after after all these years. He, hey, we should congratulate him. By the way, he won this season of critical mass. Yeah, that's awesome. It was his comeback season. He hadn't been on in a couple of years. He's had just had a couple of tough years. And last year he had a really good year, and he was back on the cast, and he took home that uh, hawk. Office blind. He won the whole thing. He's going to put it to good use, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, so pretty cool. Sweet. All right, Travis, thanks for the question. If you guys want to drop us a question, there's a link in the show notes. Send it in. Uh, Travis, get a hold of us via the Rack Pack, and we'll send you a hat. You could win a hat if we use your question on the air. It might be one of these new hats. Ooh. It might be this blackout camo. It might be this Heather Gray. It might be the Richardson 112. Whoa. Maybe not, because that's a pretty nice hat. It might be one that we've already worn <laughs> with sweatbands on it.
these freaks out there in the rack pack might like that. <laughs> Does it got pit stains on it already? <laughs> that was Danny said that. Danny. Burkle. The guy I went on the hunt with years oh, and yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was funny. People love their pit stains. That's what right. What can I say? Okay, let's jump into the wildlife word. It is brought to you by DeerCast Windcheck. Select your stand and choose your access with confidence using DeerCast Windcheck. I haven't said that in the Deer Season 22 episode, the one that just launched. I'm like, Windcheck told me not to do what we just did, and it was right. Here we go. (laughs) It was was said right. Well, and I was thinking about hunting yesterday, but for the saddle setup that I hung on Saturday, the Windcheck only got right tomorrow, Wednesday. So I'm using it. Tomorrow's going to be a good day. I'm jealous, extremely jealous of all of you guys going out. I'm very excited to be out. So, Okay, here you go, Matt. During the rut, which age group of whitetails has more testosterone flowing? Is it A, male fawns, B, one-and-a-half to two-and-a-half-year-olds, C, three-and-a-half and up, or D, they're all the same. They all have the same amount of testosterone during the rut. Boy. Fawns? I, I, I would them? either go with they're all the same or C, three-and-a-half-year-olds. Well, no, it's yeah, three and a half year old plus and, and beyond. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see here. While Matt's deliberating, you at home can be locking in your answer. Which age group? Which age group of whitetails has more testosterone flowing during the rut? I'm gonna go with they're all the same. Okay. The answer is three and a half and up. Son of a gun! I knew that. There was an there was a study done on on free ranging whitetails and it showed by uh, a matter of uh, a, it the, the the three and a half year old whitetails and up have double the amount of testosterone than younger deer do. It makes so sense. Once they hit that that sexual maturity age, they like it really ramps up. But y'all don't nope. say that. Well, well. <laughs> All right. Okay. We got some shout outs. Trisket 43. Which I, you know what? I like to say something here. I think Trisket is the trash of all cracker, crackers. Oh. Triskets Tris, suck. Yeah, they do. Wheat thins are where it's at. Chicken and you, biscuits, you fancy. Oh, girl. Trisket suck. <laughs> so Walmart has a knockoff Trisket. I bet it's like eating, uh, what's that cereal? That's. <laughs> oh, the, uh, the, the Wilford Brimley. Oh, no, no, no. I know. Uh, mini wheats. Ugh, gross. Ugh. Frosted mini wheats are where it's at. They're tolerable, but it's just yeah. like eating freaking it, wood. It's mini hay bales is what it is. <laughs> It'll clean you out. Yeah, so get that know. going for you. Um, yeah, so Walmart has a generic of uh, Triscuits called woven wheats. <laughs> Trash. Uh, so he gave us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Uh, not which to knock we, your name, buddy. Sorry. Uh, Thanks for the five stars. We just spent five minutes crapping on your name. Your we choice of tr- appreciate crackers. You. I mean, yeah. if that's your name, it's okay. If that's your choice of cracker, you should go back to school, son. Go back to cracker school. <laughs> Get yourself a wheat then and put some freaking cheese whiz on top. That that spray can cheese whiz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're talking. Bo calls it cheese whizzle. <laughs> I like that. I, I was like, don't ever change. <laughs> Always call it cheese whistle. Uh, or shizzle. He says, 
Not your favorite podcast. I'm not sure who wouldn't like this podcast. Great information on deer, deer hunting, and habitat improvements. The best part is the joking and fun you guys have while recording. The best episodes are deaf with Mark and Terry. Ha 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 ha. Ha ha ha. Ha ha. One too many. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Digging me on my ha's here. Well, read it right. Forgetting names. (laughs) I don't think so, Jim. Yeah. We appreciate that, Trisket. Thank if, you, Trisket43. If you've not rated the show, what's wrong with you? If hey, if next time you give us another review hey. and your name is like Chicken and Biscuit43 or Wheat Thin43, you're gonna get a free hat. Ritz is a good, a good buttery eh, Ritz. I mean, they are good, but you gotta have a topping on them. Yeah, I mean that cheese whiz <laughs> goes on that too. Little whistle on the Ritz. You know what I do with the Ritz cracker? I have no idea. Overlay dog. We haven't Girl. talked about overlay dog in a while. Dang. Yeah, that's legit. <clears throat> last, it was funny because last night someone I know had a misfortunate happening in the deer woods. Uh-oh. And uh, Cameron goes, Oh, man. Think of all the overlay dog that would have been. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Yeah, man. I hear you. It's weird because. When I when I talk about seeing deer in the woods, Beth is Beth is always like my wife is always like, oh, that would, that, there'd be a lot of be a lot of she, she actually likes venison. She only thinks about deer as far as the the venison factor, and I'm like, well, venison is part of it, but also you know <laughs> age structure and you know how mature they are and all. But that. really, I mean, at the root of it, she's right. Yeah, <laughs> if yeah. you're just trying to put food on the table. We've taken it a few She's steps too far. Always thinking about the survival of our family. I don't know why. Bullshit. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like I want to. I want to show deer. Luckily, she doesn't watch this. No, nor will she ever. Nope. Nor does she know it exists. Nor does she care. Well, let's keep it that way. <laughs> Please. I my why I I keep seeing like you can invite people into the rack pack and my wife's name always comes up I'm like nope not gonna do it uh, not gonna do it <laughs> not gonna do it not gonna die. <laughs> all right all right the, the young kids they have no idea what we're talking about no, it's a Saturday no. Night Live reference circa 1992 all right okay and we've got some new rack packers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so okay. every week, Tim puts a list of names in here. Every week, I read the names. Every week, there's a fake name, and I screw up most people's names. I already see one that's got to be fake, <laughs> although it's right next to another one that's got to be fake. Oh, great. Okay. There's only one faker. All right, there's Sean Arnett Jr., there's Bobby Alford, there's Randy McDonald, oh, Ronald's uh, older brother. You know. Because Randy <laughs> is like... Of course, Ronald's a pretty older brother name, too. Maybe he's the younger brother. Randy's probably the younger brother. Uh, David Lee Williams. Anybody that's got three names is usually a serial killer. (laughs) I used to think that, but then I realized I think the news just does that to make sure they hone in on the person. Yeah, because if it was like David Lee Smith, it's like, or if it was David Smith, it's like, Ooh, no, I know five of those. <laughs> it's like David Lee Smith. Yeah, there's two of those. <laughs> Narrow it down a little bit. All right, not knocking your name, David Lee Williams. I happen to like it. All right, Carl Heidoff. Yeah, I think that's right. Okay, he's German, right? German or uh, Austrian? Who knows? Andy Dykemper, probably. Shorty Fleas. <laughs> These last three names all could be the fake name. Huh. Shorty Fleas, Pam Purse. 
Hanson Pussy. <laughs> Scott. What is that? He's got his hands in his ear. All right. I'm going to go with. <laughs> I mean, this is a tough choice because Pampers, Shorty, Fleas, and Hanson Pussy. <laughs> Tim's crying. I'm going to go with Hanson Pussy. <laughs> I think it's actually Pussy. I would, I would guess Pussy. <laughs> Okay, okay. For, I take it back. I'm going with Pam Purge as the fake name. You got it. Nice job. Yes. <laughs> Hold it. I deserve okay. an applause. Hold it. Hold it. Can I let it go now? Huh? Can I let it go now? Like, I was go. holding it. That you're crying? Well, you told me to hold it. Okay, let so, it go. Okay. So a lot of people call uh, saddles that people hunt out of death diapers. Okay. Because it looks like to do with what we were just doing. Well, pampers. Are we moving on? Oh, pampers. Ah, oh, pampers. Kind of diaper. Damn you, Tim. But I mean, I wouldn't. I would have thought shorty fleas or Hanson cool Pusey. That looks like another word that stands for a name of a cat. I wonder if shorty is related to the uh, the bass player in Red Hot Chili Peppers. Shorty fleas. <laughs> Shorty Fleas could be any body I've ever met in St. Genevieve. They oh. all got nicknames. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or, or like my dad My dad was a carpenter, so all of his buddies on the job site, they all had weird nicknames. Yeah, on dad, we had Itchy, we had Rambo. Um, trying to, there's just, yeah, like Itchy and Rambo, those are <laughs> right there. Yeah, no, Stop there. No, no one has real names on the job site. Shorty, that's a good one. What's up, Shorty? Ah, well... Right. I'd say that's a record-breaking episode there. I think the fact that it's live, the fact that we had so many laughs per minute. It's I'd like strong. a breakdown, Alan, on laughs per minute. <clears throat> Get your calculator out. report on that for us? <laughs> Zero. We'd He's like to not see a some, good mood today. We'd like to see some graphs, too. All right. <clears throat> Alan's feeling under the weather, and we're in the thick of... The hard part of our season, frankly. Yeah, everything is firing right now. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully not us. Hopefully we're not getting <laughs> well, fired. Someday. About going Alan to, did a slow turn around his shoulder. <laughs> Always looking over your shoulder. Look over your shoulder, Alan. Alan. That's talk, right. Talking about getting gigs at Walmart, maybe. Yeah. Be a greeter. I mean, I the know. amount of customer support <laughs> that you guys have to put up with and then customer support and terms of dealing with us juries <laughs> it it is cool to get to to get the interface like with some of our users especially when they're rack pack members and they're yeah. like podcast jj whirling he like, comes to mind he came in there. jj yeah, yeah. Like, hopefully we got him rolling he, he said like it took him five different attempts but he got it figured out oh. so he was he was good that other uh, day after oh good he put that he put that in there so JJ, yeah. you win an award. You now get the subscription you paid for. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to earn your DeerCast sub. Uh, all, right. all right. Well, uh, hopefully we've got some great news to share with you guys next episode. Chances are we won't. I will say this. There's a couple team members that are on some big deer that are having some close encounters. Mm. So hopefully we'll get to have a podcast with somebody that's killed one of them. That so, would be cool. Yeah. I saw J.P. Morris killed a giant oh, deer this morning. in velvet, too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah and Mark was on that uh, 
was on the we were on a Zoom with him this yeah. morning. He was showing us pictures of it. Pretty cool. We we do have to start wrapping up this show. I know we'd mentioned doing a Q and A at the end. Maybe if if we get good feedback on doing this live on Facebook, maybe we'll do something like that in the future. Yeah. You can only see it in the Rack Pack. So go to Facebook, type in Hundred Percent Wild Rack Pack or Jury Outdoors Rack Pack. Any of that stuff will bring you there. Answer a couple questions, and you're in. We got well over a thousand members. We just started it. Yeah, maybe thirteen hundred. Jared or so. laughed at us when we said that. In yeah, he was expecting in the millions. Now we can make fun of him because this isn't an episode he's on, so he's not going to listen to it. <laughs> we we beeped out his miss his misspeech. We better move on. <laughs> not here to talk about the past. <laughs> it makes me die every time I hear it. If you haven't listened to it, I think it's episode two eighty five. Listen for the beep. Yeah. And just use your imagination. All right. Deep tease. Until next time, hope you're out there. Hope you're hitting this cold front. Check your deer cast. It's go time. Hey, a lot of seasons open October 1st. Be safe out there. Hey, listen. Hey. DeerCast is now supercharged with maps. Get ahead of your game with killer new features like live Doppler radar, wind checkout to five days, virtual rain gauges, GPS path tracking, and more. Plus, get our 14-day revolutionary DeerCast prediction and access to DeerCast track. Prep, predict, and pursue with DeerCast. DeerCast.